Let's pray. Our Father, our God, again, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for Christ who does all things well. And thank you for the sweet communion and community that we were able to share. Uh, Father, be with us now as we uh, present to your people what you've given us. Uh, open up our ears and hearts to receive and uh, prepare my uh, mind and heart and mouth to give. We love you and we thank you. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ. We ask it all. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. So again, this year, like any other year, what do you have? War, famine, <laughs> weather-related catastrophe, death, birth. Um, as a, where's Josh? There's Josh. As a temptation sign. See, I, I, you know, just don't mess with me. I just, as a temptation sign in 1970, it's a ball of confusion. It's a ball of confusion. Um, and the band played on. Uh, don't think I know a lyric or two. Just, uh, 1970. Hey, hey, I was in junior high school in 1970, so I was alive and kicking. Um, 20, 20, 2022's uh, roll call of events. Uh, it just about read uh, the same for any other year. But as scripture reminds us, the difference that as we, as we move along that path, the difference is things are happen, happening with more frequency and more intensity. There's greater frequency and greater intensity. Um, that's why it's not just a good idea, something you squeeze in uh, as your calendar and life allows uh, but it's vital that we both have an anchor and a camp, uh, compass uh, to navigate the sea of this thing we call life. Both an anchor and a compass. Both an anchor and a compass. Um, as the song intones, an anchor will keep us steadfast and unmovable even when all hell is breaking out all around us. That's what an anchor will do. Uh, but we also need a compass, a map, Siri, something that will uh, provide direction when I've lost my way and we've become lost. So in the 21st uh, chapter of the book of Revelation, it reads, first verse, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eye. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who, has, who, he who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Um, 
for you, you theologians, I'm sure you'll agree with me that the book of Revelation is a book that's been unfortunately used and misused uh, to suit any number of ends. Um, I think we can all agree on this one thing that the book itself is very mysterious. Most theologians would agree with me that the things John saw and wrote about had contemporary application for John as he wrote it at that time. All right. It wasn't 100% eschatological in its writing that, oh, well, it's, it's all pointing to, well, I mean, all you have to do is just write it from the, from, from the get-go. Uh, he's, he's writing concerning the seven churches. There were seven churches that he was addressing his letter to that were in various states of spiritual position. But there, he also wrote about things yet to come. Things that were contemporary. Things yet to come. But I'd also like to, to posit uh, that there's a third category of what's in the book that speaks to the things that I like to call the mysterious fuzzy middle. The mysterious fuzzy middle. The now, but not yet. The now, but not yet. Again, the first two verses seem, seem clear in speaking of a real event that has yet to occur. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I won't go down, you know, I'm not going to be tempted to go down that rabbit hole of exactly what John saw. But what he's describing is a new heaven and a new earth, and just a, just a five-year-old's understanding Let's just compare and contrast that to what he knew as the existing heaven and the existing earth. So whatever he saw, he was able to juxtapose those two things and say there was something that is, and this is something that's new. And as an added bonus, the sea, which is often used as a stand-in for turbulence, the unknown, fear, and the like. It's all gone. No more fear, no more turbulence, no more mystery. It's all gone. So what's the point you asked? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the point is that John is doing his Holy Spirit but human limited uh, best to describe a scene of absolute perfection. Complete with a city, New Jerusalem, scrubbed, perfectly clean, fit for her husband. But keep in mind, the groom, Christ, he's not coming down for skyscrapers and cobblestone streets. That's not, what he, that's not what he's coming down for. He's coming down for the inhabitants of the city. The inhabitants of the New Jerusalem. So, This is, uh, I believe, this is an incredible attempt by John to describe what can best be summed up as incredible perfection. Yes. Incredible perfection. I don't need a toupee. 
incredible perfection. I got hair like John King. Yeah, just incredible perfection. I don't need to go to the gym. I, I, I got, well, I got a job. Body like John King. <laughs> Incredible perfection. Oh, just let me stop. Okay. The old is gone, and the new, the perfect, is here. See, the problem with grasping and living into the promise is because. It seems so far beyond our ability to get there. That's the problem. It just seems like it's so beyond my reach that I'm not even going to try. It's beyond my wildest imagination. Uh, let's just call it a day. Um, you've heard me say this before it's like it literally is like folks that go to the gym you get the membership you you might even buy the clothes you go there you sit on a piece of equipment with a towel around your neck and you're checking your phone It's been a, it's not a mystery, it's been a minute since I've been to the gym. Uh, But when I went to the gym, that's all I saw. Every now and then, I saw somebody on a treadmill just pounding, just sweating, just putting in the work, putting in the reps, doing what it took to get into shape. But you had a whole lot of folks Towels around their neck, sitting on the bench. It's like, you gonna get off the bench? You gonna let somebody else use it, or you just, you just a, you just a statue here for the pigeons to rest on? Uh, checking email, doing uh, Facebook selfies. Uh, see, uh, there's a large part of what John is seeing that's not yet. And so he seamlessly continues writing, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. This is an incredible verse, both, uh, both for its promise and its interpretation. And... It'd be reasonable to, one could reasonably conclude that this is completely eschatological. It is, it is completely something that is yet to be. But another person could read this and conclude, wait, the, speech, the, speak, the speaker suggests that what will be already is. Recall that Jesus, the groom, keep in mind, he's the groom, already said the kingdom of God has come near. And Luke records as he, Jesus was being grilled by the Pharisees on when the kingdom of God would come, he answered, the kingdom of God doesn't come by counting the days on the calendar. 
nor when someone says, look here, or there it is, and why? Because God's kingdom is already among you. The kingdom of God is now, but John continues in verse 4, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Okay, 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 I hear you. I know this is yet to come because 2022 and 2021 and 2020 and 2019, dare I go back over the arc of your life, uh, has been filled with death, mourning, crying, and a pain. Oh, Pastor Meeks, I haven't had any of those things. Just keep living. Just keep living. Just, 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 just keep living. I'm almost done. Um, let me ask the question. How would you live right now if you had absolute financial security? Probably wouldn't see you. Probably, I'm not just saying. <laughs> no, 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 I would see you. <laughs> if you had absolute, you had Jeff Bezos money. Mm, yeah, groans are going up now. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, man. What a relief. What a burden lifter. What a, what a, what a problem solver that would be. Let me ask this. How would we live if we could pierce the veil and really understand that the pain, suffering, and death that we experience on this side of eternity is not a closed canyon, but a door, a portal into life. How would we live? How would we live? Well, Pastor Meeks, by suggestion, uh, because you're raising this question, you're suggesting we're not living congruent with that idea. You would be absolutely right. We're not. Nobody here, oh, you guys are all living that. Uh, you're, 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 but, but for those that aren't here, for, for your cousin, would you live differently? If you really understood the now and the not yet, John concludes this portion of the 21st chapter with verse 5. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. I like how the message version uh, reads, the enthroned continued, look, I'm making everything new. Write it all down. 
each word dependable and accurate. Okay, here we go. The word translated making is present active. Present active. Not will make one day, but right now, today, right now, right now, literally right now, I'm making everything new. As I shared, it's complicated. What I love is the change in voice from the third person observer now to God himself speaking in first person with absolute certainty. He doesn't even want John to miss the point. He says, write it down. What I'm saying is guaranteed. What, what I'm saying is guaranteed. I am making right now everything new. Right now. Pastor, why are you emphasizing right now? Because we're not living right now. We're, we're living right now in a way that feels comfortable to us. But having a, a couple of bucks bet on uh, the, the three-play parlay. Let me lay a few dollars on the not yet. But right now, I'm going to do the best I can with what I know to do. Well. This, is, this is what I know to do. This is how I was raised. This is this what seems reasonable to me to do. Look, look at my 401. It, 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 it's, it's working out. Look, it, 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 it. So that's the measure of our spiritual success. We're not a whole lot better than the one that says the little the license plate and frame bumper sticker. He who wins is the one that has the most toys at the end. Oh, I would never, I would never, ever, ever buy that bumper sticker. Well, you might as well because we, if we're not careful, we live into that thing. Well, amen. Amen. I want to leave a legacy for my kids. I want to make sure that they're okay. What are we doing? What are we doing? What, what are we doing? What, what, what is that legacy that we're, what is that marker we are leaving for our kids to follow? Um, I understand. I understand. I understand. The pastor, you don't understand. I understand more than you understand. I'm like, uh, sometimes, a lot of times, I'm like talking to Jesus uh, like the disciples did in the boat. Master, don't you care that, I, that we're perishing? We're going down. <laughs> we're going down Jesus is like oh, you poor boy man what do I have to do what are you what are you what are you doing don't you know you're you're rolling with God 
I, uh, I love my wife. I love my wife. And she is an incredible front seat driver. <laughs> I love my wife. I just, honey, I loves me some Gail Rogers. <laughs> you see that car? You might want to slow down. <laughs> I said, well, there's only one steering wheel. It's only one accelerator, one brake. It's on my side. Now, I think you, we do that. All the time. All the time. All the time. God, I know you, I, I, I know you said that, but this is where I'm at. Don't you care? Here's a question, and uh, actually, Eric Jr., he touched on it. Ask ourselves, just ask, ask yourself. Don't ask anybody else, just ask yourself. Have I grown closer to God in 2022? That's a yes or no. That's just yes or no, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a complex question. It's not a, it doesn't, it doesn't require a whole lot of head scratching. You ought to just say, yeah. Anyone is in Christ. Begs the question. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Pastor, well, since you're 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 the one, you're out there throwing a, you're you're, you're out there throwing out. Uh, words and stuff and saying, uh, have you grown in 2022? I would use a word uh, to emphasize my growth, but I don't want to, that would not be appropriate for this sanctuary. Let me just say, absolutely. I've grown. Natalie, I've grown in 2022. And it hurt. We don't go to the gym because it hurts. It requires time, it requires discipline, it requires commitment. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. God, we're asking. If you were asking in 2021, I'm going to grow you, Mark David Meeks. And this is how I'm going to grow you. Are you okay with that? What do you think my answer would be? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. 
as I was sharing, and I'm through, I am through. As I was sharing with uh, our friend Robert Parker at the home going of uh, um, Mother Joyce, Mark's uh, mom, I said, you know, God's got jokes. Because his, 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 his affirmation and uh, support for me went along these lines. Pastor, seems like uh, your name has come up quite a bit of late in these situations. And it's like, yeah, God's got jokes. God's got jokes. And I mean that in the, the most respectful and way I can. It's ironic that God's will will be accomplished one way or the other. It's like the mafia guy with the piano wire. You know, we could do this the easy way or we could do this the hard way. But what's going to happen is going to happen. So what are you saying uh, for 2023, Pastor Meeks? Uh, what I'm saying is is that if, if, if we want to lean into him and to be everything that God desires us to be, it's going to require our 100% commitment. 100%. Like a lot of good chefs, or no, no, I'll say good chefs, good cookers will do. They may give you the recipe, but you hold back a little bit. I'm not going to give you the whole recipe because then your stuff's going your stuff's going to start tasting as good as mine. <laughs> God doesn't want us holding back anything. Not one iota. So again, as I like to refer to uh, Kevin Costner, as he was gripped by uh, Sean Connery and the Untouchables in that death scene. What are you prepared to do about it? What are you prepared to do about it? Well, 2022 was pretty good. Yeah, it grew a little bit. Yeah, um, let, me just, let me just double down on what I was doing. How about let's pray? Our Father, our God. Again, I want to say thank you. Thank you for Christ. Thank you for blessing us to see another year. Father, up until yesterday, um, the newscasters were calling the role of famous people that didn't see 2023. Father, I don't want to be here just to see calendars turning and I, I want to be about your business. I just want to do your will in everything. And how I love and serve my wife. 
how I serve City Church, how I help guide and nurture my grandchildren. Give me space, give me patience, Father. With these, my extended daughters and sons, Father, that um, you give me the bandwidth to pour into them. So that they can carry the, the message forward with their families, with the community, with the city. Father, that's, you know, I'm telling you anything you don't already know. That's how transformation will take place. Let us understand the now, the not yet, and the middle that we are called to live in right now. Be with us this day. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ, we ask it all. Let every heart say. Reading from the first letter to the Corinthians, the 11th chapter, the 23rd to the 34th verse. For I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you, the Lord Jesus. One on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be finally condemned with the world. So then, brothers and sisters, when you gather to eat, you should all eat together. Anyone who is hungry should eat something at home, so that when you meet together, it may not result in judgment. And when I come, I will give you further directions. This is the word of the Lord. Ashley, uh, blessings come. I'd like you to hold our baskets, please. Come. Thank you. Yeah. The other Ashley. No, no, no. You're you're for blessings and Ashley. Uh, yeah, yeah, those yeah. Come on. Yeah. See now you know there are two Ashleys here. Uh-huh. Blessings if you'd grab that basket there. Ashley, if you'd grab that basket there. 
What an incredible start to a new year. To be here in worship. We, we have no idea what a privilege it is to, to I, I, I wish I could give a lobotomy. I mean, I, it is, um, it has taken the better part of uh, my six plus, six plus decades of life on this earth to arrive at this. But all the things that we pursue, nothing wrong with them in and of themselves, but they're not the best things we could be doing. What are the best things you need to ask somebody? So I invite you now, join me as we celebrate our Lord's death. Um, first Sunday in 2023. Amen. tease a lot uh, if you haven't already figured that out but uh, so I'll start out teasing so the five magic beans weren't enticing enough you 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 you, you chose mark you ch you chose well you chose well and you chose well also mark uh, also I'm here to announce that uh, uh, solicit your prayers um, for um, uh, your mom's baby Betty um, she is uh, Yolanda's um, Betty would come here uh, with Yolanda's bonus father um, from time to time. Uh, she's not doing well. 
she's not doing well. She's in hospital right now. She's not doing well. So uh, we're going to pray for her, and we're going to pray for one another, and uh, let's just go to God again. Our Father, our God, again, we want to say thank you. Just thank you. Thank you in advance uh, for what you're going to do for Betty. Father, um, meet her at the point of her needs as only you can and only you will. Father, give us wisdom enough uh, to cast our cares on you and not pick them up and uh, carry them around. But Father, we are crying out in a way that only we can and ask for your blessings. And now, Father, we're asking for blessings for the entire year to come. Father, just continue to be with us. Continue to watch over and protect us. Keep us and mold and shape us, Father, into your image. Father, so that we can say, if you spare us this time next year, we can say for a truth, indeed, I have grown spiritually over the arc of 365 days. Thank you, Father. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ, we ask it all. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. Greet somebody.